2015, I set up a company called Perfect Cartel, a creative agency in London specializing in luxury event design, production, and brand experience. Throughout my career, I have been lucky enough to design the most incredible parties. From the likes of Sir Elton John and Madonna, from the Brits, the BAFTAs, and London Fashion Week, from the refined design of Chanel to the boundary-pushing Fenty Beauty, from Soho House to Blenheim Palace and back again to Berghain, I've seen it all, and it has been a blast. Over the next 10 episodes, I'm going to be chatting to guests who have contributed to some of the world's biggest parties, who have been to some of the most memorable events, and together we will relive what it was like to be there. I'm Claire Berry, and this is The Greatest Party in the World. Today's guest on the podcast, Angela Munyai, a true creative in almost every sense of the word, a Tuscan-born event designer, consultant, curator of romantic and beautiful things. I wanted to mention how amazing your profile and progression has been over the last few years. I think many may have been introduced to you, um, possibly from one of the most famous images over the last 12 months, uh, the iconic tablescape set in the beautiful Italian countryside with the beautiful hay bales and the chandeliers hanging over the wedding breakfast. And I know that you're very careful not to pigeonhole yourself into any one creative outlet. And I'm very, very keen to hear about the, you know, your beautiful new store. But we're here today to talk about parties. And I know that you've planned a party or two. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start with this. Growing up in Tuscany, did your family entertain a lot? Not really. You know, like, um, surprisingly, my mother, she doesn't like to cook. Oh, wow. (laughs) And not much. And she doesn't like to have uh, guests over. So most of the time was more like we went out, you know, restaurant, you know, different. No, this is a big part because, you know, like um, I'm a big foodie. And for me, the quality is very important. And uh, yeah, but, you know, during the years, I especially going to all these restaurants in Tuscany, you know, and the traditional restaurant, authentic restaurants played a big part of also, you know, what, uh, you know, my knowledge of food today and the table setting as well, you know, because back in the time was different than today. And, you know, I remember that we went to many like Osteria and Locanda, you know, like traditional uh, Toscan restaurant, which actually you don't need to need that. You don't need, for instance, much pasta because uh, uh, Toscan people we eat a lot different of meat. And... We eat a lot of meat yeah. and and vegetables and a lot of Sunday roasts and uh, so yeah, that, that's about. Unfortunately, my mother, yeah, she doesn't. I mean, yeah, she can cook. Actually, in my I don't know, like in one of my stories, uh, I did also in one of my blog posts. I during the lockdown, I I was explaining as my mother, she does this Toscan ragu, which is the only things that she basically she. That's her makes, signature. Yeah, but she's like senior to is her best, uh, you know. She's really great on that. And a lot of my followers from around the world, they, you know, they made it. And they were like tagging me, oh my God, this is the best uh, ragu I ever had. So yes, she can do a few things uh, very... Her ragu. Yeah, is... but then she's not like, you know, the, she doesn't, I mean, she's not really into like, you know, table setting or, you know, it's more like, uh, it's more simple and easy. Um, yeah, but for instance, you know, 
she always said, oh, let's go out. You know, yeah. For the, to the she, rest. I don't want to, I don't I want want to, to clean. clean yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what? I have a lot in common with your mother. But Me too. <laughs> in that case, did you start out as a creative or was it something you kind of explored more in your spare time and then kind of thought you could uh, make a career? You see, from? actually, you know, I think that uh, it's difficult to understand to define myself as creative or, you know, like I think that I was born creative, like, uh, you know, but it's not just because I was like doing something creative. I think creativity can be expressed in different way, you know, the way you do do marketing or the way you do like advertising or, you know, you build a brand. So for me, creativity is not just because I do like, uh, you know, uh, events or you know, it's just uh, a way to, to live. Creative, sure. And I think, uh, and even in every la- day life, you know, even things that you, you know, never think they're creative, c- creative, maybe they can be, you know, creative. You look at things in a, in a, in a yeah. different way. So in this way, I think that uh, I was born in a very creative family and uh, and my, mama, my mother, she's a teacher and uh, she always, you know, encouraged me to, you know, to do, do it yourself, you know, craft. And uh, I was born in a place where you are surrounded by you know, heart, beauty and history, which kind of help because I always love, I have this passion for heart and, uh, you know, history. And uh, yeah, luckily I met like even teacher during my life that they pushed me, you know, like, Into and, the, yeah. Yeah. And now you see everything is, uh, everything come back in life. Yeah. Uh, comes around, comes, comes around. around yeah. So tell me about your amazing career. You know, you've designed some beautiful, beautiful weddings and, and events you. all around the world. Um, is there any, what's the most memorable project that you've worked on? <sighs> you know, I mean, for me, the most memorable, memorable uh, event has been um, the, the one that I uh, did for alcohol brand, can I tell? Yes, this? of okay. course, yeah. It's an event that... Um, is it for Martini? Yeah, it was oh. for Martini because the PR was one of my followers. Amazing. But actually, because there is like an emotional story behind this because like uh, uh, 10 years before, 15 years before, I was like a single mother, like hostess for Martini in a supermarket in my local town. No way. So like, I don't know, like 15 years later or maybe even less, 12 years for me, like, you know, that night that was so, and the, the event was so amazing, you know, the PR, and actually I want to say thank you to Jamie, the PR. And I think that uh, event actually was, uh, the, you know, changing uh, my, you know, really was, was really, was, was a turning the, point. Was a turning point for, for, yeah, for my brand as well. And, um, and everyone was like, oh my God, Angela, you know, this is like uh, the Martini team and, um, the PR team was like, this is the best event that all the influencers and I saw that people were very emotional about this event. Yeah. And organized it in 10 days. Wow. <laughs> and it was in another country. Where was it? Was it, it was in Italy? It was uh, uh, close to Turin in it, this beautiful uh, location that become obviously my favorite location. Yeah. And uh, even, you know, not many people go to Turin because uh, they think that is not, you know, it's a bit... Uh, I didn't turn, you know, like people, you know, that is more Toscany or Lake Como. Right, yeah. But then I discovered this uh, castello in, uh, in close to Turin and it's so charming. It's kind of magic. And uh, yeah, so that uh, was like very emotional for me. I mean, do you find that sort of working on, you know, private and events and weddings and, and brand events, you know, um, the differences between the two, you know, um, do you feel more comfortable or are you quite happy to, to work across a broad spectrum? Obviously, I mean, it, it's different. It's a different, uh, you know, uh, 
of course, brands they give me a bit more freedom most of the time, you yeah. know, because brand then they w- when they come to me, they you know like uh, they, they are like prof- yeah, they they want my input, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, when I work with private event, uh, cl- private clients, of course, <clears throat> I I follow more their direction, but. So you know, I I have to say that in the last two three years there is a change of, uh, you know, I think uh, things are changing, and I think with clients now they're like, oh, I trust you one hundred percent. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to ask you, you know, how you manage when a couple, you know, want to do something, but you know that it's either not going to work or just not possible. How do you deal with that? You know, that kind of. Honestly, I'm always very blunt. That's good. That's amazing. About the budget and about uh, you know, like, uh, and I think people they like actually, you know, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's not the other way around. People they like if you are honest. You yeah, know? yeah. And uh, so I'm always, you know, so you like... you never have that sort of, oh, I don't know what to tell them. You know, this colour looks terrible or, no, you know... Or I don't going... have this filter, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask to my, the people who work with me. No, <laughs> I'm sure it's delivered in a nice way, but that's, you know, that's admirable. No, it's a nice way. And then, you know, like, uh, specific, yeah, then people understand, you know. But I think that also thanks to Instagram, I attract people that uh, clients that they already know your aesthetic and they have my aesthetic as well so you know like uh, last year I did a um, very nice beautiful wedding for a a famous yoga teacher in London and you know and with them was like even before I already knew what they were going to pick and it was the same things that I would pick so it's the same kind of mindset and taste so but it's so instinctive and I think that's you know that's a really beautiful thing that can't be taught I think you can learn you know event design and you know but I think there's a there's a way that you deal with people and there's a you know there's a way that you sort of curate you know and feel that you know what someone is instinctively going to want I mean it's such a gift it really is Thank you, thank you. And yeah, but uh, yeah, you're right because I see that uh, the, the the clients as well they are changing with. Uh, they know that they're not going to get something that's quite totally th- different to, to what they want. Exactly. So I guess what is your process when you're working through sort of the creative direction for a party? Um, are you hands on? Are you you know? Do you are you on the mood boards? Do you you know? Or are you kind of? I'm a control freak, <laughs> uh, like next level, and I control everything and uh, probably. You will find me making ribbons, for instance, you know, because no one makes ribbons like me and on my team. So, yeah, everything, mood board, uh, uh, suppliers. I'm just now letting go a bit, uh, just a bit of the planning because I have uh, like amazing, amazing event manager. And um, so she's really great in planning. So, yeah. But, you know, it's like sometimes when I work with suppliers, of course, for me, it's very important to find the right suppliers that I know that they can deliver exactly, you know. And then I give them freedom, of course, you know, we can work together. Yeah. But then if I otherwise, it's like... uh, I check everything and um, I choose even, you know, like sometimes if I'm so extreme that uh, like, for instance, last year in Toscany, the famous wedding, I went to buy the flower. Oh, wow. And I flew, yeah, I went to the world. Yeah, and I flew to, I flew a florist from London because uh, I didn't like no one there. And I went in the morning in the, to buy the flower, you know, and the right shades that I thought about it, you know, for one it's week. Quite, that's quite funny. Um 
because I was supposed to be getting married in in uh, Italy in August. Unfortunately, it's not happening. But um, I was also going to fly a florist over because I couldn't find anybody. No, because in London, the the best florists in the land in in the world are in London. Aren't they? Aren't they just? Yeah. Yeah, there are good ones in Australia and in in America some, but like in Europe, I think the best uh, florists are like in London. Yeah. I mean, you in UK in the UK. In the UK. No, in London. I mean, in, in the UK. So let's talk about that beautiful. Beautiful image. Did you have any idea that it would be on everybody's mood board and in everyone's I mean, interest? You know, there are quite a few of my events. And, you know, some, I don't even realize, you know, because you know, I'm not like uh, I live in Bermondsey, like in an ex council uh, terrace house. You know, <laughs> I'm quite, you know, quite low key. I'm quite, you know, like. Quite, and then uh, sometimes I don't even realize people are like, oh, you know, your your you know your picture of the event are over across every single, you know, like, uh, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, but you know, um, I knew and I didn't know. Let's say that because as Instagrammer, I know what works on Instagram, right. and I know how you know which picture even before to post will work and not work. Yeah, yeah. So I remember that. Um, when I saw, I mean, when we set up the table and everything, the catering, they didn't want to to put the table on the field. And I was like, no, I want the table on the field. It has to be in the middle of the field. And they were like, yeah, but this, there is this, uh, uh, you know, um, hay. The cylindrical bales. Yeah. Hay and, bales. Uh, and I was like, yeah, exactly. I want them. I want them. In the background. Yeah, exactly. And I went there to move them, <laughs> to be like close to the table, to be on the picture. And, and the, the waitress and the customer were like, looking at me like I was a crisp. <laughs> and then we set up the chandeliers and, uh, and then and they told me, oh, you know, we think you are crazy, but actually we never see something like this. So beautiful. But we think you are crazy. Did you where was the power where did the power come from? Sorry, a bit of a, a bit of a technical question, but where did the power for the chandeliers um, come from? Or were they self from um just you just ran power from the house? No, because this is another this is another so these chandeliers, which if you pay attention, are the most beautiful in terms of, you know, how they look. The like arch. The arch. And um, so this beautiful chandelier is this uh, artisan in Tuscany, uh, which now, I mean, is one very good friend of mine, of course, now. <laughs> You've made him uh, famous. <laughs> exactly. Has, uh, you know, and I'm very happy because another thing about my job is like, uh, is that I like to promote people. Pass and, it on. Yes. And... Um, so um, his old father, that is eight years old, uh, and him, they study this, uh, you know, method to have the right height and the right weight. Um, you don't see the the cables, but they are attached to the cables plug um, in a like una, the like, generator yeah, or yeah. yeah, or even the you know the location uh, electricity. You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. In terms of social media, you know, how do you think it sort of changed your business and parties in general? I build my brand on Instagram, right, with zero. So for me, never change. You know, like <laughs> I'm always just something that you've, I think. This kind of made the difference, right? For me, even now during this year, which I still have a lot of inquiries because it's like people can still see you. People work. are more on Instagram than you know during the lockdown. People were more on Instagram than than ever, well, then, right? Of That's course. why I had like. Uh, so uh, for me, I, you know, I never I feel that I'm like. I was I work as influencer. I can work as a, you know event planner, or you know sometimes I work as a, a consult consultant for like branding. Or, so it's like one thing fit the other one. And I think that uh, yeah, for me, for me the things that change. I mean, without Instagram, I would not be here. No, 
it was been a real sort of platform for you. Yeah, it's a platform, but also how I met people, how I interact, you know, with many people in, you know, like all my, no, a lot of my friends. They... People would just, I think people find Instagram a much more approachable way, you know, where they might be scared to pick up the phone or email even, you know, to, 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 to message someone. There's a quicker connection, I guess. And it's the mindset as well, because, you know, like, oh, that's personal. Maybe we can work together. Yeah, it's like we have, you share the kind of same, you know. Yeah, you share, you share yeah, the same kind of yeah. vision. So is there any way in the world that you would love to throw a party but you haven't yet? Uh, the Grand Canyon, because I think with the chandelier would be very amazing. <laughs> so I'm waiting for Ralph Lauren to call me. And the, Ralph, the lighting guy. Listening. Exactly. Yeah. I saw touch. the son, uh, the David Lauren, that comment the picture, uh, say, no, my some uh, account shared the picture. Oh, this dinner is beautiful. So I, call me. Please. Call me. This, yeah, you know what? Don't even, get, don't even slide into my DMs. Here's my number. <laughs> the Grand Canyon, that would be so amazing with the chandeliers oh with the with the chandeliers absolutely i mean listen christmas we're less than a month away what does your christmas day look like Again, I love Christmas decoration since I was a little, you know, like very little and I always collect Christmas decoration and I like, you know, and now I'm re- this year really into Victorian Christmas, like Victorian style is Christmas. I want to create something uh, um, like a bit Victorian. Amazing. Like, yes, this year. This so year. is that Victorian in sort of um, it, it, to incorporate sort of food and drink or? Yes, and the styling. And so I'm working uh, in. Uh, working on something. Mm, yeah, because there is a, uh, yeah. I'm working on this direction this year. Amazing. Uh, Are there any other sort of design trends that you're into? um, I think uh, I've always been inspired by Austrian and German Baroque. Wow. It's like, and I think it's a big, I tell you, it's, a, it's coming. It's a big trend coming up. I feel that. And, 2021. Uh, yes. Baroque. And Baroque, German, Austrian Baroque, in general Baroque. Uh, and uh, I think uh, I think minimalist is done. Yeah. Uh, this is my opinion. No, I think I people, even after this year, they would like to, have, I think they want something more atmospheric and more warm and more is be- you know better I think yeah and uh, yeah I don't know I, I have this feeling then uh, what do you think coming. about I guess over over the you know over the last six months maybe eight months over you know over the pandemic and lockdown everyone seems to be tablescaping don't you think yeah it's I think, become I, such a huge I, I, I think so but at the same time I, I mean at least for me if you look also my table I always like good quality white uh, simple plates and I like uh, like tablecloth um, I think for sometimes people they and this is a device maybe you know like I think it's not just you know you don't need like super expensive like uh, plates or tablecloths but just quality and maybe to create atmosphere with candles or you know or with fairy lights yeah. uh, a touch of fairy lights this is a very English thing so no but it never no but fairy <laughs> lights have never gone wrong I don't yeah, think yeah Italians they were like oh they look like Christmas I'm like no English they love it I love them too so <laughs> and uh, yeah a little bit of fairy lights you know to create kind of uh, just even a few string of fairy lights can really change uh, you know all the year round it doesn't have to have Christmas you no. know I think and candles yeah Beautiful. I know that you're quite passionate about living and eating quite sustainably. What advice would you have to throw a more sustainable, you know, event? You know, how? I think, uh, you know, one big thing 
I think the flowers. So for instance, I don't believe that uh, we need a lot of flowers. I think we need few flowers arranged with, uh, you know, like in the right way yeah. and maybe a bit artistic way. Yeah. And uh, I'm totally against these, uh, you know, events with the mountains of flowers. And uh, I feel that everyone can is good, is easy if you have like, if you just draw like, uh, uh, you know, a mountain of flowers on a table. Of course, you have the wow event. Yeah. Is, it really, is this really sustainable? I, I just wonder... You know, I do wonder where the flowers go. I mean, I love the fact that there are... And there was a come from as well. I think, I think uh, you know, we can use like just a few flowers and then, you know, like herbs or even, you know, like you can have a work on the, you know... On the, even the vessels Yeah, then, exactly. You know, beautiful you know, vases or, or... you know, shells and uh, it's, uh, it depends everything how... I always think that the new luxury is emotions are the new luxury. It doesn't have something that has to be luxury. Even something that is not expensive can be still give you emotions no? yeah yeah absolutely and it's a luxury you know it's what people they want now it's more i think emotional atmosphere experience I want to yeah i want to feel something i want experience even the, the the famous my famous photo is because it's experience to give you like you know i have many american many american followers they want to buy the picture because it's like uh, it, you know? it makes people feel yeah you but know? if you look at the table it's nothing like i don't have like you know, you know the table. No, you've not there's... spent millions on this exactly you know, i don't believe on that no no so have there been ever been any sort of behind the scenes party disasters? Well, last year, uh, because you know, uh, most of the time clients they think that in Tuscany never rains, but actually in Tuscany rains more than in London. So, but these are my Amer- these are American clients. They wanted to set up out in May, end of May, and then start to rain, but like. But uh, in the catering, they didn't want to move inside the marquee. They didn't want to. No, because everything was already set with the crystal on the tables. But then uh, the guests, we had like 50 Mar- American uh, high-rank Marines. And uh, they just went for it. And in, like in two minutes, they set up the all the tables. But like, I, literally like five minutes inside the marquee. They didn't drop neither one. Oh work. my and goodness! Neither one rose. Everything was perfect, and we were like, everyone were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like in, in five minutes, saved. Amazing. Yeah. Saved. And I was like, oh, I always want some marines. No, no, I'm, I'm like, wait, you know, can they be, you know, can we can we get them in for, you know? Yeah, because the, the groom was a ex-marine. So oh, that's wow. Why, yeah. What is the best party that you have ever been to? The only place that I've been is not a party that I was like, wow, wow, and it blew my mind. And I think it's the best place I've been in the in the you know in my life it was Secret Cinema Moulin Rouge I don't know <gasps> have you been to Secret Cinema absolute and I was like wow there is nothing like Secret Cinema this can... I was like I went to the Moulin Rouge uh, edition yeah uh, and was like out of this world wow in your opinion what is the one key like party ingredient that needs to be at every party don't laugh now but tablecloth that's why I opened the Emporium. <laughs> I love it you told because you talk about that. You know, because like you know, everyone thinks that it's very trendy to have like party without a tablecloth, right? On a raw, yeah, raw and I table. hate it. I hate it. And also, in my contract, I that is why that I don't do events, you know, wedding or event, whatever, without uh, tablecloth. That's in your contract. I love it. I guess I guess that's your signature. It's a signature. Yeah, you I'm know? a bit anti-trend. I don't like trends, and uh, I think that a beautiful like uh, tablecloth is the key. Yeah. And elevate uh, the table. Well, let's talk about your emporium. 
When does it open? What you know? I mean, it's already me. online now. Uh, so go very very well. And I actually, you know, is a it's a lot of work to keep up with the orders. I didn't think to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really that's a good way to be though it would be worse if it were you're sort of waiting for the you know waiting for the orders to come in you know? yes so yeah I have a lot of uh, beautiful tablecloth and um, all made in uh, in Italy and I make sure that you know everything comes from Italy yeah. or UK for instance the signature is like this tablecloth from um, made with lace from Nottingham from um, oh so because Nottingham is really famous for yes, production and I start to use the, the, this tablecloth for my events like five four years ago and then there is this factory that uh, is the same factory the same owners the same family more than 100 200 years i think 200 years and um, they produce also the, the lace for the queen and they produce the lace with the same machine that they were used during the victorian time which i think is very cool how romantic exactly and then uh, i have uh, so i met it during like one of my trips in my on this um london markets i met this guy that uh, he digs the he digs the, the bank of the towns to find Victoria garbage. No. Oh wow. Yeah. Wait, so he does he have a, um, no, a metal he has, detector? I don't know. I think uh, I don't think so. You know they know where there are these uh, Victorian uh, you know yeah marmalade uh, pots that were made just single use, but they are beautiful. You know they are really beautiful. And at the same time, this guy is like super happy because I bought like many, <laughs> and so you know it's like I like the day to work with uh, you know like small. Uh, you know. Small, but but it's, but Angela, it's about your curation. It really, you, your eye and the way that you put things together, you know, and that's yes, I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm happy to teach, you know, and to give people idea. But when people they ask me, oh, I would like to do like a styling workshop with you. I don't feel that I don't feel comfortable with the idea because I know that I can teach them to see the, the to to try to see the, the things in a different way. But I think everyone has a personal style, and exactly. is it better that if you you know that you find your you own explore your, your personal style because uh, you know each person is made of you know like a different, different experience or you know since you are, you are born so it's I think it's very difficult to, to teach a particular style I think is your high exactly exactly yeah. right so I'm going to do some quick fire questions yes yeah. um, essential production kit item I don't know, some ribbons with me or some string or all this kind ribbons of stuff. Ribbons and string. Yeah, yeah, always. I mean, ribbons and string can, can take the mm. form of cable tie or, you know, like hiding things. Or, ah, or blue tack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where would we find you at a party? Making ribbons. <laughs> Depends <laughs> if my team doesn't know how to make them. Probably, yes. <laughs> or chatting. One canopy that you can't say no to. Truffle tartare. Oh, yeah. yum, delicious. A secret table styling tip. Blue tack. <laughs> tablecloth. <laughs> tablecloth. Always must have a tablecloth. Uh, yeah. My favourite are white, but um, of course also other colour, but I think a white one or cream. And a quote that inspires you? Uh, it's, from, it's from a very famous Toscan. Details make perfection. Perfection is not a detail. It's oh. from Leonardo da, Vin- Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Beautiful. Angela, you have been a fabulous guest. Thank you so much today for coming Thank and joining you. my podcast. Thank you so much. I'm looking for forward to me. the store, um, seeing all the, all the beautiful things on the store. Thank you for having me. This podcast was produced by Curious Small Productions and recorded at Soho Radio.